0: Welcome to the and Connect radio podcast, where we connect our listeners with the people, products, and services they need to host a successful company retreat. At Rebellin' Connect, we work with remote leaders, empowering them to use retreats as a strategic tool to enhance worker experience and company culture. Learn more at rebellinconnect.co. For ad-free podcasts, become a Rebellin' Connect VIP member at vip.rebellinconnect.co. Hey, Rebels. Welcome to the Rebel and Connect radio podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Birch, and today we'll be speaking with Shannon Simone Miller. Shannon is a life and business coach living in California and serving clients remotely. Additionally, Shannon enjoys working with startups and tech companies and has a passion for adventure. All of these interests inform her work. Shannon works with individuals and groups, offering them her no-BS outside perspective on where they are versus where they want to go, while helping them create actionable strategies for helping them to move closer towards their goals. All right. Welcome, Shannon. We're very excited to have you here today on the show. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. So um, for those of you that are listening in, I am Charlie. I'm in New Jersey Right now, and Shannon is all the way out in California, is that right?
1: I am, Los Angeles, in
0: so fact. We're just a, a bi-coastal conversation happening with the the wonderful advancements in technology that allow us to do that. Yeah, it and allows us to net in the whole country simultaneously. Yes, very good. So, um, Shannon, you know I've had uh, the pleasure of getting to know you a little bit better uh, over the past couple of months, but we'd love to start off by just giving you an opportunity to tell our audience a little bit about your story, how you got to be doing what it is that you do today.
1: Okay. So, you know, kind of like a lot of people's stories when you've had, you know, a different experience or breakthrough. Um, I've been a long time entrepreneur. In fact, like really going back to the lemonade stand days, but definitely um, a tech entrepreneur and expert in sales and marketing, uh, business strategy for over 20 years. And I just kind of went through a big shift in life where, you know, the floor fell out of a startup, a whole bunch of things happened simultaneously, and I just kind of got redialed back into my center and stepped into a new level of purpose, which is taking all of my skill sets and coaching people. And I'm absolutely passionate about it. Um, I'm totally passionate about helping people save every delicious, just savor every delicious morsel out of life and step into their purpose. So I have a lot of fun doing this. I'm definitely a kid at heart. So all of my trainings or the people I work with, it's serious life stuff, but it's also totally geared to be fun and, you know, creative enhancing for sure.
0: Awesome. I love that. I think, you know, it's really important to keep in, in touch with your inner child and to bring playfulness. Into everything you possibly can and not take yourself too seriously. I say that to myself. I take myself just seriously enough to get shit done, you know? And yeah, not, exactly. Not, and I, I
1: definitely am a master at being a clown. I love dressing up and I will never refuse a double dog dare. So <laughs> I think, you know, definitely flying kites, playing with remote controlled cars, all those things, all those things just definitely keep you centered. With, you know, the creative fluids flowing.
0: Totally. We
1: pay a lot of money to kind of dial back down into having fun. We forget to have fun in life at some point. We grew up and it's like everything's serious, but that totally impacts the quality of life we have, the job we can do, our level of success and, enhance, you know, in fulfillment in life, I think.
0: I totally agree. So you touched on a little bit, you know, you said your background in tech and the startup world, and that led you, you know, one thing to the next. And all of a sudden, here you are, this coaching practice. Um, What would you say is kind of your big why for why you get up in the morning? Why do you do the work you do um, other than, you know, just to pay the bills and
1: No, I mean, that's the thing about me. I've never done anything to just pay the bills, which is a blessing and a curse. I mean, I think any entrepreneur or even, you know, you don't even have to be an entrepreneur to know that people want, you really want to live um, a, a life of purpose. It's sometimes not always about the bills, which can be the rub, but I really believe that if you dive in fully and are consistent, then you can be doing the joyous things to pay your bills. So, Why I get up in the morning is because I feel like I'm madly in love with life, despite that life um, is not always a smooth road. And, you know, something that I'm always mindful of every day, there's a saying in the Kabbalah, which is tikkun olam, and it means to repair the world. So it's kind of the idea that all of us, and it doesn't matter what position we're in, what place in life, we all have this beautiful light to give back to the world, so I try to be mindful of that. And so in helping people add my light, which then they can go ahead and reflect that light. And we can do work and have fun and enjoy this adventure.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I mean, I think now twice you've you've touched on two two topics that are really near and dear to our hearts that are bell and connect, the play piece for sure. Um, and this idea of you know repairing and paying attention to what is happening. I think, especially for, you know, a lot of remote workers, remote work offers a remedy to a lot of what's wrong historically with the workplace, you know, being stuck in traffic and disconnected
1: from your family, overly stressed. Exactly. and, And I know there's a lot of people out there doing it and I did it for years, you know, long, long commutes and... I would, you know, try, I would always be good about having like a positive book on tape or something like that. So I would use that time as an educational buffer, but even still the amount of stress and exhaustion, impact on the environment, which you know, in my younger years, I'll be honest, I wasn't thinking of the impact on the environment as much as, damn it, I'm probably going to be late again. I mean, they're going to be really early or really late in the LA traffic. Everybody knows is epic. And the amount of, You know, hours we spend in the car takes away from our creativity. When our stress levels up, we're not thinking properly. So the remote concept definitely solves many problems. But in solving that problem, I think that some people also feel a lack of connectiveness. And that's why I'm so passionate about Rebel and Connect, because I think it gives people the ability to do what they do and shine on an independent basis but still have a network of people, place to go, people that have a touchstone, which is so vital with all of our technology. It's great but we've also become disconnected. So this is a way to dive in, utilize the benefits of independence and carving your own way but still be intimately connected with, you know, a core group of awesome, gregarious, fun, you know, beautiful, brilliant people.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for that. I'm that's what we're about, definitely. The how do we take you know what wasn't working and make it better with remote work, but at the same time not throw you know what was working out with the bathwater. If you, right. will. Like, I guess you probably have a lot of that that happens in the business coaching and the the other kinds of coaching that you do, and as well, would you say that's true? Like finding how do I make change without just kind of throwing away what was working and instead kind of growing from a solid foundation.
1: Yeah. And I think that if anybody's ever gone through, you know, I work with a lot of people going also through transition of, you know, maybe they've been wanting to start their business. Maybe they've wanted to step into a place of leadership in their work environment. And maybe they're maybe more introverted. They don't know how to do that, whatever the case may be. Um, I think that sometimes we get this freakish idea in our mind that we should just basically destroy the whole city and rebuild from scratch, which if you've ever been in a situation where the floor falls out of your life, it does almost seem like a viable option until you get back to a little center, this meditation perspective, place of peace. I'm a big, big advocate for being outdoors, hiking, snowboarding, I'm a former you know, bike racer, played softball. I'm really into adventure sports. It's definitely a panacea for the stress of today. So in doing some of those activities, which is also things that I do incorporate into my team coaching, it gives us the ability to not toss away like you're saying everything, which in a moment, whether it's crisis or an existentialist point of what am I doing with my life or I'm not feeling valued or on purpose. We just want to go screw this and smash it all down, destroy everything and start from scratch. And when we kind of get back to the center, get a little more mellow, you can start to pull back the pieces that do work and, you know, cut the wheat from the chafe as they would say. (laughs) Great.
0: So yeah, so you've touched a little bit on, I think I was in a yoga class um, the other day, actually there to meet with another woman who is very passionate um, and might be joining our our network. Uh, And she's talking about, you know, um, she doesn't like the word coaching because she feels like it's a dirty word And, and not because it's a bad word, but because it's kind of vague and I, you know, I agree with that. I've, I'm a, I've am been a coach. I've.
1: And I feel the same way and I'm sorry not to cut you off, but it's, it's such a weird rub because yeah, the coaching thing kind of sounds like a weird rah-rah thing and it's definitely gotten, you know, just played out like crazy. It's almost like, not to be weird, but a little embarrassing to say like, I'm a coach. So, you know, that's why I say that I'm a strategic life and business specialist because, you know, life coach, everyone's like, yeah, right, you're a life coach. Like, really? You know, so, um, the, you know, coach has become, everybody's a coach. So getting some validity to it and taking your skill sets and backing that up and carving out your own niche, that is, this isn't really coaching. This is almost like really being a Sherpa, I kind of like to think about it, or as a, a compass Or an an, an adventurous co-navigator. Yeah. More fun and a lot more realistic.
0: Yeah, I I, I like that. I I started to use in my business, which not not this business, but with my coaching practice, um, I started to use language like allyship. Like, how do I be an ally to somebody? Because being human is... It's hard. Like, let's be real, right? It's, let's it's be real. It's hard
1: as hell. We can sit here all day and talk about all the rah-rah positive stuff, <laughs> but we could sit here and probably talk for five hours about all the crap that can go wrong, heartbreak, tears, blah, blah, blah. And that's just as real as... And I think it. this is, you know, a little bit off topic, but I was thinking about this... Um, you know, this week, there's been a lot of stuff, people of losing people and going through hardships. And I think there's also this misguided idea in this world of coaching or connectedness that we're always have to be positive, that it's always rah, 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 glass half full. However, I think honoring the fact that we are the yin and yang, there is the dark and light and being able to work with people that also Truly understand that and embrace that as much as your beauty and your light that you can be real with while you're going through stuff, while you're building out stuff, while you're reorienting yourself, that you're not in an environment where you're made to be inhuman. Because I think that we feel like the flaws, which are almost usually the most brilliant, beautiful parts of us, get swiped, you know. Uh, swept away because we're afraid of judgment and afraid of whatever and then we don't really get to the essence of really becoming the best versions of ourselves or the best leaders because that part is just as an equal part of the whole I think
0: yeah I totally agree I was um so my business one of the business partners I have here with Rebel and Connect Summer before we were in Rebel and Connect together um we were in an, another company together and that it had that very that phenomenon you're talking about of, um, you know, that overly almost like positivity on steroids and there was no room for anything other than that. And it became almost like cult-like and both of us were like, Whoa, red flag. Let's get the heck out of here. You know, (laughs) like, Whoa, no thanks. Um, but I think that, you know, from a leadership perspective, which I know you work in a leadership, uh, Cons, you know, you are working with leaders and helping to guide them and open their eyes to their own blind spots and stuff. And, you know, if you are a leader and you don't explicitly create space for your team members who are your greatest source of information to bring, not gripery, but, you know, concern, Realness. Yeah,
1: realness. Human, human condition right. is a complex thing. And unless you really have the This is a funny thing, but I started reading like uh, self-help motivational books and, and really, really studying the human condition, what moves us since I was 12, which sounds bizarre, but going through a lot of hard times at home, blah, blah, blah. And my uncle gave me Zig Ziglar's Top Performance. And the beautiful thing about that is it wasn't about putting a bandaid on how I was feeling as like a young kid or anything like that. It was just giving me some tools in front of me that said, yeah, you're going through a hard time, but here's a little bit of a flashlight while you're going through the hard time to remind you. And without that space, when we're always forced to, you know, live in the land of rah, rah, we're barely scratching the surface of what people can bring to our organization, to our team and to the world. And that's the humanness that really connects us is our humanity.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. Like make, make the space for everything to show up and you'll get better information. Right. I mean, that's as a leader, you want to be able to plan for the worst, hope for the best. You want to see the whole picture. So speaking of, you know, big pictures, um, And, you know, perhaps the vagueness of what coaching can and cannot be. I'm going to give just a little bit of a overview of, you know, what your offerings look like, how you work with people, um, how long you work with people around, you know, what kind of touch points do you work with people, that kind of information to give our listeners just a better sense of, you know, if you're the coach for them.
1: Got it. Okay. So I kind of have things split in a um, couple ways in terms of whether I'm working with an individual or a team. So in terms of working with individuals, I'll do one-on-one transition coaching. I really like to have people commit in general to about six months if possible, but three, you know, we can also go a three month period. I will help people take you know, figure out how to take their idea and whether they want to get their business started or they want to step in more of their purpose. And then in terms of the team component, I will do team coaching uh, via the web in case, you know, that there's often companies that can capitalize on that more like quickly, which is a beautiful thing because you're not spending the money to fly people out places. It's also, you know, ecologically, um, really responsible and it l- gives you the opportunity to like get in the trenches now. So I work with, uh, companies with co- you know, coaching teams via remote, but I will also go put together custom packages to go if they're having a retreat or if they're having, let's say they want to have a coaching in house. I will also, you know, I'll go in this country in the U.S. i S I'll go all over the world. So I'm very flexible in that. I also like to carve out something that is specific to their need. So I don't really do a cookie cutter approach for everybody because that is really where it shines. I do have a lot of, I do spend a lot of time with teams helping them, let's say, recreate a trusting, more of a democratic environment, helping what I like to call being an invisible leader, like having leaders arise in the environment and giving you the tools that are actionable to be able to actually do that. What that means to be a leader in any part of your life. So you don't have to be the CEO. You don't have to be an entrepreneur. If you, wherever you are in your company, we need leaders. Everybody needs leaders. And this is not about a title. It's not about, Um, you know all that nonsense so that is one component also learning how to enhance your team's creativity is something that I also focus on whether it's giving you activities to go do um, as a team that are fun and playful there's some trust-based activities that I've created there's fun ones I've created so I think all in the mix of those they weave together and then they start you know oftentimes companies will say you know you know, we, we need some new ideas or people are like, okay, I'm in an environment where I'm at a company that basically has been around a long time. And there's no place for me to, that's why people love startups because it's like the newness, the energy of actually knowing that your presence matters. And when people stop feeling like their presence matters, productivity goes down. Mm -hmm. People spend a lot of time on Facebook. They're looking for other jobs. They really don't care when we put the keys back into people's hands and let them know that they are an integral part of the organization, the productivity enhances, your bottom line enhances, morale enhances, and those aren't really difficult things to do. I have, uh, you know, a set of activities that I will do depending on the situation so that people, you know, teams can say, Oh, you know what? I'm we're not getting a lot of creative ideas out of our company. So we're going to go to this outside company to bring in new ideas. I will teach you how you don't need to do that. How you have more than enough, you know, acres of diamonds underneath your feet where you are if you let people learn how to, you know, let the pressure off a little and create. You've got all of those things already in your hands. So I know that sounds a little vague, but it's a very one-on-one kind of uh, carving out something specific uh, for the organization.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, one-on-one and teamwork um, around transitional time or, you know, maybe pre-transitional time. I know I'm stuck,
1: (laughs) I'm right, not really sure why I'm stuck. Or, right. why and I, or I know I'm stuck, but I don't know how the hell to get out yeah, of it.
0: I know I need to transition, but right. I'm stuck. So right. would you help me. So some tra- lots of transitional work, one-on-one and with groups. And, and the funny
1: thing is, you know, in conversation, you know, I'm sure as you felt talking to friends or whatever... We can totally lose sight, you know, even even if we're doing the work we're doing, sometimes you're like, I can't see it. I can't see it. And then somebody else that's, you know, a trusted advisor, somebody in your internet network, and you're like, holy crap, I didn't even see that. So perspective is such a valuable tool. And I am definitely a person of my word. And with my clients, I like to create an environment of absolute trust. So that we can really, I'm an open person. I'm not going to pretend to be like I have everything figured out or some, you know, like some of the coaches, like, you know, superpowers. I'm a real person that has real value to add to your life and to your workplace. And I'm going to relate to you as a real person. So you feel like you can open up and that's when we're going to really get the best out of you. When you feel safe enough to be real I can be real with you. I'm not a BS type of person. So, you know, what you see is what you get. And I, you know, I'm here to be your friend, but I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff. You know, I tell it like it is, but that's when we really have breakthroughs occur.
0: Mm -hmm. So that's kind of come brings me around to my next question of, you know, if you were the leader of a remote team, why would you hire yourself to, work with your
1: team. (laughs) Because again, I think it gets back to the idea I said about perspective. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like in a relationship or whatever you're so in it, or I guess this is a better example. You know, somebody gets on a health, um, you know, they start working out and they don't realize that their efforts have paid off, that they've lost 50 pounds, that they look dynamic. And then all of a sudden they come across somebody that they haven't seen in a while that says, holy crap, you look amazing. It's that outside mirror that we need that is vital because when we're so enmeshed and entrenched in our environment, even the best leaders will say, perspective from the outside, a broader world view, you know, you need to be connected with something outside of yourself. And that's super valuable. So even if you're even if I'm running a remote team and an organization, we're having great success, if I'm intelligent enough about it. And not trying to pretend like, you know, I'm, you know, if I'm acting like a real person with a real, a real bit of sense, I would know that while I might have things going well, I don't have it all figured out. And I, the more tools that we can have in our tool belt, the greater success we're going to have. So just because I might ha- be having success with my team, the, the brilliance comes when knowing that you can get more by adding outside and it's not taking away, it's merely enhancing. It's giving you different perspectives, giving you ideas. And it also helps you because the biggest thing is as a leader, it's also tiring and depleting. And to try to be doing that all the time, leaders also need to connect with other leaders Mm -hmm. so that they feel like, yeah, okay, like bolster their spirit. So they know, yeah, these are working. These aren't working. Have somebody to talk to. So, you know, it's almost like having, a therapist that's going to cheer you on, but also help, help you construct the awesome building that you're, you're working on.
0: Absolutely. I love that. I have a, a therapist that I worked with for years. I'm just, just telling you before we hopped on the call today, I just moved. So I said goodbye to her, but I always said to her, you know, I'm pretty self-aware. I can, you know, most of the time keep a good eye on myself, but I, do, I pay you to be my bullshit meter. Right? right, like to call bullshit on me when I'm just too close, or right. I'm too invested in a certain outcome, or I've you know I've lost perspective, and that's that like actually see kind of like a, a scale, you know, and here I am, and I'm I think I'm level, and she's like bullshit, <laughs> right? Drop to the right, you know, and that really worked great for me, and I I think um, there's a lot of people in my life that I probably serve that way for and that's what we try to do for our clients is you know they come and say this is what I want my event to look like and even if it ends up being like yeah that's what I really want my event to look like it's our job on the front end to say bullshit until you've explored all the options. Like, is right. that really what you want your event to look like? Or is that just... What you think
1: it should look like. Right. Like, let's Based get on. down to
0: what's a real fit for you. Right. Exactly. You know, because Susie Q down the road, like had this event and it worked for them, doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I know actually Summer, um, her blog article, which comes out, uh, in a few weeks from the day that we're, we're now in recording this episode, it'll already be live once the episode goes live. Um, but it's don't shoot yourself to death and, you know, all the things that you need to do when you're planning an event to make sure it really is your vision and not, someone else's that, you know, has infused your mind over time because of all the things you've seen done in the past, how to really get out of the box. So I think
1: a good, I think a good comparison in a very simple way that everybody can understand is like a wedding, you know, Mm -hmm. some people see a wedding as, you know, this particular very conservative situation and two other people might see it as wanting to go bungee jump and that's great for them. But if you have, you know, the the mouth's telling you, no, don't bungee jump. This person's not going to be, that sucks. That's not a great idea. And you give into that pressure, you're losing out on your uniqueness and your vision. And that can happen in companies just as much as our own personal life. And that's why, you know, we can come into play and really help people like get it going the way that they deserve to have it going.
0: Mm-hmm. So I know you've talked a lot about, um, your joy and your passion for, you know, adventure sports and thinking outside the box and doing things a little different and offering a new perspective. And one of the things that we really encourage our clients to do is not, uh, you know, fall victim to the belief that something has to be on a PowerPoint slide with a keynote speaker and a notebook for everyone to take notes in order for it to be, um, you know, learning experience and insightful and a good use of your funds. Like,
1: we oh, I do. like people to get dirty or be outside <laughs> or laugh or get messy, right. or be ridiculous, right. be present, you know, with something, build something, touch something, get dirty, get sweaty, laugh. Let's see your humanity come out. Exactly. Can there and be industrious little note takers. And those can be great. I've gone to events where that is kind of the focal point. And everything has its purpose. That's just not me. I'm much more of a hands-on, antsy, let's go jump off a huge rock into a big pool and fight your fear type of person. Right. Not to say we can't sit down and get all cerebral and note-take, but I'd rather you be out in the world touching and connecting with another person, touching with the world, sweating, being whatever, dirty, doing something new, I guarantee you're going to get way. I mean, I have learned way more outside than I've ever learned in a classroom. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely a mantra to, that I definitely take to heart.
0: Yep, that's what we say. You know, the most pedestrian activities can be the most transformative with the right type of facilitation, which is why we need, you know, awesome facilitators like yourself to come and help turn a walk through the market in Florence. Into a hugely insightful outing for a team that oh my God, And to just to Italy. Florence
1: it in general. I mean, Italy has my heart, and I lived in Florence for two months. And oh, just the walk through Florence in and of itself is magic. So, yeah,
0: it's a beautiful city. It's one of my favorites. Uh, so,
1: Passagiata at night, my gosh, so, right. something special.
0: So, if you were to be invited to. Uh, join in on a company retreat and you were given free reign on how you wanted to use your time with the team, um, knowing what you know about remote teams in general and remote workers and having you know worked in a startup space, which is oftentimes what, um, there's a lot of overlap between startups and remote teams. Um, if you could do anything you wanted and focus on anything you wanted, what would that look like?
1: So being there in presence, mm-hmm. in person. I would say definitely something wild, like definitely having people jump off a cliff mm-hmm. into a body of water, nothing unsafe, um, but definitely, and sorry about the ums. I know I went to Toastmasters before. They're like, <laughs> two, three, four, five ums. Let's not do that. It would definitely be something gregarious getting people to pick up a kite let's go fly some kites let's go out there in canoe or trek through the mud let's let's you know fight your fear and jump off into a body of water i want to see your spirit come alive because if i can see where your spirit is and we can open that up your potential to connect with the people around you is even greater typical you know sometimes the most magical wild experiences that cause us to feel a little Fearful or laugh or whatever are the most bonding. And if you do something unique like that with your team, Whether we go go go-kart racing, because I'm a big go-kart fan, or do something like that where you're all in, it's not always about making this so clinical. I want you to have fun in life. And when you have fun and you do that with the people that you care about or you work with, your connection is deeper, your creativity is enhanced, your joy is enhanced, you're now again part of a team as opposed to the lone wolf wherever. So it would definitely be, I mean, I've done crazy things in life like, you know, ring a church bell in Nazareth, jumped off a ship into the Sea of Galilee, you know, that was full of guests for a party. But I thought I'm going to just get up there and dare myself. (laughs) Uh, So that's kind of I'm kind of a little bit of a troublemaker. My my name is Shannon and I have a good friend. She calls me shenanigans, but always (laughs) in the most healthy sense. I'm definitely somebody that loves to see people, you know, just on fire. And that's really what moves me, to see people laugh, to see people feel valued, to see people be seen and connect with each other. I mean, magic happens when that happens. So we definitely have an outdoor component. If space was limited, I have definitely activities I can do in a smaller space if it was like at a campus. So wildness can happen anywhere at any particular time, in any scope from dressing up to you know, doing something crazy. It all goes back to the center of your heart, which is, you know, the key kind of compass for your success.
0: Absolutely. That's wonderful. I love it. So part of the, you know, the reason we do this podcast is to give our audience and our members a a better sense of who you are, what, you know, help them identify with you as a person. Because as we all know, you know, um, there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of trainers And people aren't gonna hire you just because of what you do. They're gonna hire you because of who you are and because it matches with who they are, you know, and it gives us at Rebel and Connect, our team, an opportunity to better understand who's the perfect person to send your way, you know, who are you really gonna just, you know, jive with and get super excited. So I'm hearing, you know, if you're out there and you're listening and you are the leader of a remote team that is, you know has been in the startup phase or is in the startup phase, maybe in the tech world and, you know, is looking for someone who gets that world, then Shannon might be the right person for you. If you're also in a transitional space and wanting to move forward, but not really sure how, then working with Shannon could be a really good opportunity for your team to get some clarity there. And you better bring your adventure Bring bring your at your you know desire to have adventure and bust out and just live life real raw and uh, out of the box and that. that and
1: I think um, sorry to cut you off, but there's something else that people might not think about. Also working with places like if you are in a more conservative traditional industry like a financial world where oftentimes creativity is really, really low. It's great in startup worlds. It's infectious. It's like being at a motivational event for a while, but what is often really needed and very often overlooked is traditional institution, like whether it's finance or insurance companies or things like that, that we might not think people might not think of. Wow. Yeah, let's go be crazy. However, the thing is, that's where you need it the most. If you got a bunch of people crunching numbers, who's going to be probably more afraid to jump off a cliff? Probably those people. But who could maybe use it the most? Probably those people. Yep, so amen to that. I can fit in both worlds. I can talk to pretty much anybody about anything. I'm very compassionate. I have a giant heart, but I'm also super gregarious. And <laughs> that's, about, that's about it.
0: All right. Well, so that's about, that's about it. And um, so if you're interested in touching base with Shannon and exploring how she can help your team or enhance your company retreat, you can visit and learn more about her at www.rebellandconnect.co slash Shannon hyphen Simone Miller. And that'll also be in the show notes here for you so you don't have to be scribbling it down, but just one more time ww.rebellenconnect.co slash Shannon hyphen Simone Miller. And thank you all for tuning in. Shannon, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you. It was a pleasure as always. And until next time, everybody, Rebel and Connect. Bye. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. This podcast is a Rebel and Connect production. Rebel and Connect is a Colorado-based company owned and operated by Charlie Birch, Rachel McGee, and Summer Wyrick. We operate remotely and service clients from all over the globe. For more about our mission, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, connect with us on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also email us directly at info at or call 970-325-6833.